Hello, and welcome to the Professionally Depressed Podcast. My name is Anthony DeFrancia, and you don't know me because I am not a known uh, guy. Um, I'm 27 years old. I live in Olympia, Washington, and uh, I'm doing this podcast just to kind of get some thoughts out, uh, get my view of the world out, hopefully get some interaction with people in a community out there. And I think I have a unique view of the world as it is, and I've had a, a, a interesting life. Not so much in the fact of grand events happening to me, but a lot in the fact of just the... Uh, sort of trauma that I've been put through and kind of put myself through and what I've been doing to get out of that. So let me start by thanking whoever you are out there for finding this podcast and clicking it and making it this far in. We're about a minute and a half in. And if you're this far in, I I appreciate it. I appreciate you just clicking on it on the first place. There's no reason for you to know about this podcast there's no reason for this podcast to go well um i have no experience with it but i'm hoping that over time i'm just going to keep doing it every sunday uh it's uh, april 9th 2023 i'm just going to keep doing it every sunday and hopefully it'll come out smoother as time goes on and i'll have more stuff to talk about and not have to stall or pontificate as much so uh if you have a question for me uh i'll i'll try to answer it i mean again i'm not a there's no reason for any of this to go well um i uh but i do have a unique view of things so if you have a question for me you know dating question life question uh i'll read it and try to answer it uh my life is not the uh, portrait of a life that one would have. I like my life, um, but I'm trying to improve it still. Um, I was depressed probably since I was uh, maybe 15 or 16. And that's stuff that we could get to later down the road as to why I would have a relatively easy life and be depressed you know I think usually when people uh, who aren't depressed think of depression they see it as your you know you were you know sexually molested or uh, beaten or you had something traumatic happen in your life like your parents died or your parents were drug addicts or um, I had, you know, uh, my dad was a drug addict, but he wasn't around, um, for it to really be anything that affected me. It, but again, that's something else that I could get to down the road. I don't want to lay all my cards out on the table in the first episode, but, uh, people usually see depression as something where an event affects you. It makes you feel depressed, but for me, it was just that I was kind of weird, and 
that made me kind of socially isolated and that caused a lot of depression for a lot of my life so there's been a lot of work that I've done um, like just meditation diet changes exercise trying to find new passions moving to another state getting different jobs getting in relationships getting out of relationships um, I'd say now it's probably the happiest I've been in my life in the past, you know, 10 years. I'm 27 now. And uh, beforehand, I would have maybe a week or a couple days at a time that I would feel um, what I, how the cycle sort of went. Because I would just get in this thick, um, dark depression. And at those times you have like suicidal thoughts and pretty much the only reason that I didn't act on those thoughts or commit suicide was because I made a promise to myself I just said to myself one day there's a, there's no reason to kill myself you know even though it's bad at this moment I'm just gonna keep going and even if I feel like crap <laughs> you know for who knows how long um I my poly I, I just am going to commit to the idea of not killing myself no matter how bad I may feel like I want to in a moment so uh so I would feel that level uh of depression at times and what I did to and I would get into a thing where I said okay this really needs to change I really need to do something about this so I would uh, I was an avid video gamer, so I'd say, okay, I'm feeling depressed. Maybe it's video games. Maybe it's me just being in the house too much, uh, which is true. Um, and then I would make these changes of being like, okay, let me stop video games. Let me just kind of sit in silence and see how I feel about that and just um, meditate. You know, I'd meditate for hours on end um, and then really feel different about myself, feel like more present feel more in my body and then I would go and say okay I need to get out of the house and it was I didn't have many friends and the friends I did have were kind of people who would uh, perpetuate these sort of depressive uh, behaviors that I was having so I would just go out and just start walking around my neighborhood this is when I lived in Colorado and I would just start walking around, going stores, um, you know, take whatever money I did have and just, you know, try to go out, go out with an open mind of being able to socialize and possibly make friends with whoever I may come across. Um, and then that would work and I would feel great for anywhere from three days to a week and I would continue that the, those habits and then I would say to myself hey I solved it <laughs> my depression has been cured I figured out the secret of <laughs> fixing depression and uh, then I would fall right back into uh, kind of my old habits because I, I, in retrospect and this is something that I'm kind of realizing at this moment which is why uh, I wanted to start something like this where I could just talk. Uh, retrospect, I if I continued those behaviors, 
I probably would break out of that depression. I, but the thing at the at the moment as well is that I would feel a little breakthrough, um, and I guess my kind of depression is just getting used to patterns. And what I mean by that is whenever I uh, am too familiar or too comfortable with something or it's just part of a routine or it just is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Something where I'm not having to be mindful about it. If you're learning something new, if you get a new job, if you are trying to learn a new skill, you are going to school, you're in classes, you're actively trying to listen and be uh, cognizant of what is going on in those moments. Um, and to me, that was how I really broke out of the depression. But when I made a change of something that would break me out of that, I would you know, try to learn something new, be cognizant of what I'm learning, and then that new thing would become my pattern or my routine. So it's kind of a paradoxical situation. So that's been my cycle for probably the past, uh, like I said, 10 years or so. Only since January of this year have I gotten to somewhere where I really would say I've broken out of it. And that's a hundred percent due to um, just getting on antidepressants. So when I grew up, my obviously you're under your parents' rule, um, and my mother was very much against just any sort of modern Western medicine. Uh, one of the things I did to, which is why I it meditated to help break through my depression because that was like an acceptable form of uh, treatment. One of the other things I did was acupuncture and that worked as well. But like I was saying earlier, um, it became the new pattern and I kind of lost uh, the, the spark with it because it was, uh, it just became the the new routine, you know? Um, so she was always against any modern medicine. I didn't go to the doctor until, um, until about December of this year from when I was, you know, maybe 11 years old. Um, she, again, that's a whole other bag of worms that I could get into, which is, as this podcast unfolds, <laughs> you know, I'm just giving you kind of surface level of what's on my mind at this moment. But as things unfold, some people might be like, yeah, why is this guy depressed? I mean, that all seems kind of similar, and odds are that you're probably in a pretty crummy life as well. And other people are like, dude, how could you think that any level of that was normal? Because that's where I am right now is looking back on a lot of my life and saying to myself, how did I ever think that this was acceptable? How did I ever think that this was okay? Um, as far as how I was raised in the situations I was in. But uh, anyway, getting back to, so my mother was really against any kind of medication. And then once I got into my adult life and I just got sick of the cycle of 
trying something new, learning something new, um, changing my lifestyle, and falling right back into a depression. So I just decided to give antidepressants a shot. And it worked, and I've been feeling great ever since. I still will have uh, sort of my negative behavioral behavioral behavior behavioral right (laughs) sorry behavioral close enough you you know what i mean uh of behavior (laughs) behavioral uh tendencies where i uh just how i am socially which is kind of a product of how i've been living for the past you know since i was a teenager but the antidepressants have really worked, and it's really opened my mind up to doing things like this, um, and sort of breaking out of my normal cycle. Um, so I, and part of those negative behavioral tendencies is I told myself I was going to do one of these on. Uh, I told myself I was going to start doing it. It's always been a, something in my head that I always gave an excuse to not do it like oh well i need to get some recording equipment which is by the way still a goal um to get some good recording equipment but i need to kind of prove to myself that this is going to be something viable uh going forward that i could justify spending money for a better sound quality on so i apologize this is just my gaming microphone that i have now um but i think this gaming microphone has decent sound uh anyway this is something that i have told myself that i wanted to do for a long time and just kind of gave myself the excuses of well no one's gonna listen to it i don't have the equipment for it what am i gonna talk about i have nothing to talk about there's nothing interesting about me blah 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 um and you know what i might do this and figure out that all that is true (laughs) but but I want to give it a shot anyway, you know, um, and uh, I'm hoping, uh, you know, it's just something where even if there's one guy, even if there's zero guys, I want to have something that I could be consistent on. And that makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something because I'm not an artist. Uh, I play guitar. Um, I've dabbled with piano and all that stuff. I've sunk in you know they say just practice makes perfect i've sunk in years (laughs) into playing guitar i've sunk so much time you know what made me realize that i stunk at guitar is um i've been i started playing guitar when i was maybe 11 years old um there was a guy who um oh no i was at school my school had like an after school program after class program, I guess, where they would have, you know, uh, it was a K through 12 school and they would have some of the older kids if they wanted to like kind of teach uh, like an elective sort of thing. Um, I forgot what it was called, but it was every Wednesday. I think it was just called like a walkabout Wednesday, something like that. Again, this is stuff I can get into my school. Uh, I went to like traditional high schools, but this school I went to when I was 11 and that I later graduated from uh, high school from was a very unique school. Uh, that's like a whole, you know, uh, half hour, hour in itself, hopefully, if I could, if I can speak 
uh, if I have any sort of speaking talent whatsoever, I could make that entertaining. So anyway, they had walkabout Wednesdays and this, uh, these guys would come in, you know, they were, we were 11. So we were like, what, fifth, sixth grade. They would come in and they would teach, you know, whatever they wanted to. So I messed around with the guitar and immediately I said, oh, I love this. I love guitar. Gotta play it. So I got a guitar and probably every day for, I don't know, six, five to six years, I'd play guitar. I took guitar lessons, wrote, uh, learned how to read music, would do scales on the guitar, um, would learn songs. I would look up tabs for anyone who knows uh, guitars out there. There's these things called tabs, which are like they're really the uh, kind of simplified way to learn how to play a song, someone else's song on guitar. Because rather than reading the sheet music where it's like, okay, here's your key that you're working in. Um, here's the notes you're going to hit, you know, E, A, D, G, B, E, F, whatever. Rather than having those, um, they just have the string that you're going to be plucking and then where, what number of the frets you're going to be um, pressing on when you're plucking that string. So, so it would be like if you're playing like Smoke on the Water, it would all be on the top E string, right? And it would be zero three five zero three six five zero three five three zero and so that <laughs> so so that's how you learn how to play uh so that, that was the easiest way to learn how to play a song so they didn't need to know the notes but anyway i took guitar lessons i was in guitar lessons for over a year um possibly a couple of years and I would just practice all the time on my own as well and I just felt like okay there's there's a level cap that I feel like I'm just not able to get over um but I'm like hey, you know if I just keep practicing then it I'll get it right like that's what I've been told is I like, keep practicing and you get good so eventually so uh, I started when I was going to this one school. Uh, it's called Jefferson County Open School. It's still there. Um, and so I started in sixth grade when I was 11 years old. That's when I first played guitar. Then I moved to Florida for four or five years uh, just because it was what my mother wanted to do, and I went to high school in Florida. Then I moved back to uh, Colorado, um, and I tried to like get together with some guys and like kind of make a band kind of thing i mean when you play guitar there was a few band opportunities i had in florida as well um and those guys thought i was like awesome you know i could never play like huge like uh guitar solo riffs you know um but i could I, you know i was sufficient enough i could play metallica songs i could play i could play like every green day song under the sun which if you know about guitars they're really easy um but i would try to get together with a band when i got back to colorado and there was this kid who was playing like avenge sevenfold like guitar solos which avenge sevenfold 
is maybe underrated for just how talented their guitarists are. Like, uh, I I know that I really like them, um, and in my circle, everyone liked them until they kind of lost a little bit of their credibility just due to, I don't know, uh, just being part of Warner Brothers, man, and, and they they don't have their heart and soul in it anymore, man. They're just doing it for the money, you know. Um, but their guitarists are some of the most talented that I've ever heard. I've listened to, you know, whoever, you know. Uh, I like them a lot. But uh, then this kid was playing some of the guitar solos, and I was like, man, that's pretty good. How long have you been playing? And he said, oh, you know, about five, six months. And I'm like, wow, like, you're really good. <laughs> and he said to me, well, how long have you been playing, man? I said, uh, I don't know, about, you know, five, six years or so. And he's like, oh, you could probably blow me out of the water. And I just had to be embarrassed to go like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah. And then I almost since that day, I just <laughs> I still have guitars that I play from time to time. I just pick them up and mess around on them. But that was the day that I gave I gave up on like trying to be good at guitars because I I, I invested so much time <laughs> into it, and I just didn't have a natural talent. And if there's one thing, you know, perseverance will get you things in life, right? Like if you uh, I could get into later that I'm uh, an electrician now. There was times during my uh, uh, training to be an electrician that I really felt like, oh, I'm I'm gonna be forever bad at this. Like, there's no way I could get good at this. And then I persevered, and now I, I'm doing it, and I'm great at it, and I like it a lot. It's not what I want to do for the rest of my life, but for the time being, uh, I'm feeling it, you know? Um, but there's also something to be said for things in your life that you may want to do that you just shouldn't, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like the guitar thing, the piano thing as well, you know, there's like, it's, every time I watch a video of like an eight year old or like there's something that makes me more upset in this world than watching uh, like a child like you know uh, 10 or younger who's just like excellent at something there it really annoys me <laughs> and I, maybe it's just because i don't have anything like that in my life you know i'm not like some kind of prodigy i didn't have my parents you know push me to learn something but, like, whenever I used to watch, like, America's Got Talent, and it was the kid who got up, and he was like, I'm eight years old. He can't even say his, like, you know, his uh, L's so come out as this, like, W-R, like, with a U somewhere in there somehow. I'm eight years old. <laughs> like, even though that's probably, like, only three-year-olds. But, it, hey, whatever. This kid, he's got, uh, he's on the spectrum. <laughs> Because he's excellent at guitar and he's only eight years old, and he just comes out and he just starts ripping on this guitar, playing like Jimi Hendrix riffs. He's got two necks on the guitar and he's switching. He's doing the thing. I saw the uh, saw this guitarist do this thing where they will, you know, you play with your uh, if you're left-handed, right, or you're right-handed, right? You strum with the right hand, you play with the left hand, you press your notes with the left hand. 
he does this it'll do this thing where not only they're playing uh with your left hand underneath the neck but they'll switch it to where they're playing with like both their right hand and their left hand on the neck because they're just hammering on and pulling off and they're just making these sick riffs and this kid is eight year old and i'm like oh my it just it just infuriates me i don't know what it is i'm just like will you could could you stop can you just like play in a sandbox and get confused by like can you just not know like can i just give you a puzzle and you don't know how to put it together properly and i gotta be like oh here you go buddy uh you know you match the colors and then this piece goes with that piece and there you go now you got a full puzzle and it's only like 50 pieces to begin with and he's like oh thanks man you know he doesn't know which peg to put through the right hole i'm really <laughs> i'm really i realize i'm really putting uh i don't interact with kids a lot I'm proud to say I'm really putting a lot of, uh, you know, toddler mindset and attributes on this eight-year-old. But whatever, I think of anyone's pre-10 years old, I'd say even pre-12 years old as all in the same, like, if you're post-1 uh, years old up till pre-11 years old, you're all the same dude to me. You're all the same k- kind of guy. <laughs> And when I see you in that spectrum, you could be three or you could be seven. And you can, like, you could really embarrass me on guitar and I'm 27. It just, it just makes me want, uh, wish, uh, death upon somebody, uh, either the kid or myself. But it probably would be more useful if it was myself. So... So that's why I don't play guitar anymore, because <laughs> I just decided that I'd stop uh, wasting my time on it. Um, so anyway, so where what this podcast will be, um, if you're still listening, again, thank you, is I'm just going to talk about stuff. Um, hopefully, people will message me and um, uh, email me at... My email for this podcast, again, the Professionally Depressed Podcast, um, it's at Pro Depression on YouTube. It's just going to be another place that you could uh, hear this recording if you're listening to it somewhere else. Um, and my email is fishlakefromhell at gmail.com. That's F I S H L A K E F R O M. H-E-L-L, all one word, obviously, at gmail.com. And I would like to know, like, where you're at in your life. What are you depressed about? Um, You can talk to me about your relationships. That's something that I will probably get into more and more in the future. I got a few stories for that. Um, But, uh, yeah, I want to answer your questions. I want to talk about my life. I want to just share some of the pathetic things in my life. I want to share where I'm at now and how I intend to grow and what I'm doing to grow. I want to share the mistakes I'm going to be making. I want to share the breakthroughs that I'm going to be making as well. And hopefully it can uh, help someone else out. Uh, I'm planning for this just to be something. I I, I am trying to get into uh, stand-up comedy. I've done it a couple of times. Um, and I... I I'm going to be doing it more going forward. If you live in Washington, I'm just going to be doing open mics. Um, 
maybe I'll try to step way outside of my comfort zone and fly to somewhere where I could do open mic spots if that's even possible just to get a little bit more uh, experience but uh, that's something that hope maybe I could promote uh, in the future is me doing stand-up comedy but as for right now it's just gonna be this podcast um, and yeah I'm just gonna be out here trying to trying to learn about life trying to get happier uh, the main thing that I'm kind of going through right now is again without giving too much backstory which I'll probably give on another episode is uh, I just got out of a five-year relationship so I'm 20 uh, actually probably closer to six years I think I got with her when I was close to 21 and now I'm 27 uh, I broke up with her just before my 27th birthday like uh, about a month ago now and uh i'm trying i'm out here trying to like you know fucking get some get some girls son <laughs> you know and uh, the thing is is that i'm not good at it i'm really not good at it. i never had a good dating career when i was in high school um and then i after i graduated high school i had about a year before i moved out on my own and then i had about a year or two before i met this girl and i've been with her since so i'm trying to learn how it is that one does uh, women so if you you know what if you have advice for me on how to pick up girls you know hit that in the in my email too at uh, I mean not at uh, fishlake from hell at gmail.com um, you know let me know help me out here man I'm trying to uh, not only you know just have some casual encounters but you know meet a nice lady as well um, so, so yeah, that, that's the main thing that I'm at in my life. I'm I'm still working with depression, still working with kind of life, uh, lifestyle changes. Um, but the main thing is me just trying to figure ladies out as well. I think I have a decent understanding of myself, um, but I just want to continue to be healthier and happier for myself, and you know bust some nuts along the way okay so <laughs> so anyway that was the first episode of professionally depressed podcasts um i talked longer than i thought i would we're 30 minutes in i thought this was only going to be maybe a 15 minute or so uh first episode so uh, i set the standard so every episode from here going forward is going to be at least this long if not longer um, and who knows where we'll go from here, you know, uh, this is only episode one with, uh, only, only, uh, uh, only sky as the limit or whatever. There's only up from here. We're at rock bottom. There's only a way to go up, right? So, uh, again, thank you. My name is Anthony DeFrancia. This is the Professionally Depressed Podcast. I'll see you guys next Sunday.